You're listening to In It Together, the podcast. I'm Arun Roth. Today is March 30th, 2021. Coming up, outdoor dining opens up on Thursday in the North End. The pandemic has been particularly hard on this Boston neighborhood, which relies heavily on tourists and sports fans for their business. I'll speak with Philip Frateroli, managing partner of the Philmark Hospitality Group, which owns a handful of restaurants in the greater Boston area, including three in the North End. Philip says he and his family are looking forward to patio season this year after a long winter. But first, we'll start with the latest numbers from the state's Department of Public Health. The DPH is reporting roughly 1,700 new cases of the virus and 18 new deaths. This brings a total number of cases statewide to just under 596,000 and the total number of deaths to roughly 16,800. The seven-day test positive rate landed today at 2.5 percent. With me now is Philip Frateroli, managing partner of the Philmark Hospitality Group, which owns a handful of restaurants in the greater Boston area, including three in the North End. Philip, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So first, tell us a little bit about your, your history with the restaurant business. And it'll have to be a bit condensed because it's multi-generational family history, right? Sure. Yes, I'm the second generation. My father, Filippo, came to America from Italy in 1970 and opened a restaurant in Lucia on Hanover Street in 1977. And I grew up kind of in the restaurant business through him. And after law school, went in, opened my own restaurant called Ducali, uh, right next door to, to his restaurant here on Causeway Street. And then uh, opened another restaurant called Canard Tavern in East Boston. And then after a few years of that, uh, had the opportunity to join him in Lucia's as we kind of look towards the next generation of leadership of that restaurant as well. We, we lived above the restaurant when I was born, so, uh, you know, I've been immersed in all aspects of it and kind of left for a little while to get uh, my education and then, you know, came back. It's really been an unbelievable experience, like learning from him, but also, you know, looking at the world uh, as we have it now because the restaurant business is changing every day, it seems like. You mentioned that, you know, how the business is, is changing. Tell, tell us, uh, you know, we'll talk about what things are going on right now, but give us, a, again, a quick sketch of what the last uh, year has been like for, for you guys. Well, um, as you mentioned, we have a few different restaurants in different areas of, of Greater Boston. The ones in the North End, uh, we have two, Filippo's uh, and Ducali, which are right down the street from the Boston Garden, uh, from the TD Garden, and then one on Hanover Street. And, and Lucia's on Hanover Street is really primarily does a great business with tourists. So we, we felt uh, the COVID crisis coming on well into February when, um, when it seemed like the tourist trade was kind of slowing up a lot. And here at Ducali and Filippo's where we are close to the garden, we were watching with kind of bated breath because we knew that one of the first kind of dominoes to fall was going to be uh, in-person games at, at arenas and stadiums. So uh, once that all happened, we knew that there was going to be something, you know, that, that neither one of us has ever lived through in terms of the restaurant business and this pandemic. So, you know, early on, we're lucky because of the diversification that we have inside of the restaurants. You know, in, in the North End, like I said, it's heavily tourists and, and sports fans. But our restaurant in Winchester is, is a neighborhood restaurant. We have a huge following in, in the town and, and surrounding towns of people who are residents of that area. Same thing with our restaurant in East Boston, Canard Tavern. Even though it's in the city, it's, it's primarily a neighborhood restaurant and, and we draw our, our customers from the, the community around us. 
So that was a great blessing for us because once COVID hit and the governor closed down indoor dining, particularly in Winchester and in, in East Boston, we were able to transition very, not seamlessly, but well to take out an off-premise sale only. Here in the North End, you have 120 restaurants all within a square mile, and most of them serve Italian food. So there aren't that many people who actually live in the North End, and those people don't want to eat Italian every night. So <laughs> takeout for everybody here really was was a uphill battle. So we did our best to try to, to streamline our, our operations and, and, and suit ourselves to takeout. Here at Tukali, for instance, we opened a coffee bar attached to the restaurant, which helped us to, um, you know, coffee and breakfast ser uh, service in the morning and, and helped us, um, you know, face some of the to-go aspect of, of, of what we were having to do. But those first few months were really kind of dark. And, you know, when we entered the next phase of it, when outdoor seating started, the North End all of a sudden was very successful with outdoor seating. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance, but walking down Hanover Street during those summer months was almost like being in, in a cafe in, in Italy with like a piazza of all different restaurants, all outdoors. So that was great. And then, you know, so the next transition was November and December. As the numbers started to spike, the state cut down on the capacity numbers again. And, and it, was, it was a rough winter for sure, uh, without outdoor seating, with, you know, 25% capacity, and just the numbers spiking. It really, uh, we were kind of holding on to our seats. But here we are again, outdoor seating is, has already started in Boston, everywhere except for the North End. And uh, so it, and it starts on Thursday here in the North End. So we think, you know, we're, we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and it's, it's been a, it's been a year for sure. So we're, uh, we're excited about all the possibilities for the future. There's, um, there, there's nobody that we, we've talked to where, where the, um, you know, the takeout business or, or other, or outdoor dining has, has, has made up for what, what they've lost. And, and in your case, um, with your restaurants, uh, how much were you able to um, help the, the hurt of, of, of what you lost but by doing that? You know, with the, with the restaurant, ultimately, like, you know, everything, with the exception of some of the fixed costs, like rents and things like that, you know, we uh, we only buy the food that we can sell. So, you know, that's a, a big part of our expenses. And same thing with labor. We You know, we only are bringing on people who you know, have work to do. Um, so we definitely, you know, we, we were happy with where we were relative to, to the numbers we normally do, but um, it was a big, big drop off for sure. And thankfully, you know, the, t the takeout was as good as it was, but it's still like a fraction of what we would have normally done. The big part of that also is like the sale of alcohol. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, there's nothing like a bottle of wine that, that gets added to a, a, a party of two's entrees that really bump up a, a check price. And in the, the state and, and, and the municipalities were a little slow to kind of let us sell beer and wine at first and then ultimately cocktails to go. But that eventually came. And so there was a little bit uh, of a catch up there. But, you know, the best case scenarios were still uh, well under what we were doing uh, under normal circumstances. I wanted to ask you also, you uh, your, your family has a farm in Italy, right? Yeah. You know, with how Italy has been through the pandemic and the way that supply lines have, have been disrupted, especially early on, how how's the farm been? We import two main products from uh, from our farm. It's called Masseria Frateroli, and it's a 
a small farm outside of uh, Solmona, which is in the Abruzzo region, southern, uh, it's central Italy. And part of the reason that this farm was so appealing to us is because we, we grow olive oil or we grow olives to make olive oil. And we also, uh, there's uh, some knowledge now and some science behind growing truffles, the, the way they infuse the, the, the roots of trees with truffle spores. So, so olives and, and truffles are two things that really aren't labor intensive. So we're able to kind of maintain it from, from uh, especially my dad goes several times a year to kind of keep an eye on things, but it's not like an everyday working farm. And, and it's funny because one of the things we were very excited about uh, with making our, our own olive oil was the ability to have it uh, in a bottle on our tables in the restaurant. And that's one thing COVID really uh, hasn't allowed us to do because mm. our tables really are being set the way they don't really are. We can't really have any communal things on the table the way we used to have a bottle of uh, oil or salt and pepper and things like that. So it's one of the things that really has been affected, but we've, we've been lucky that we've, uh, we've been able to sell the olive oil throughout the year. We've done different promotional things, uh, such as gift boxes and Christmas boxes and, and different kind of, uh, thinking outside of proverbial box to, to try to move some of these things, uh, to the customers. And, um, Farm uh, pressing olives and, and and growing truffles. It must be. It must just smell incredible there. <laughs> it is. It, it is. That's one of the things we're most looking forward to doing when everything gets back to normal. Is going back to Italy. We uh, we really proud ourselves of the restaurants. You know, as my father was born in Italy, and, uh, I studied there when I was in college, and, and we have a uh, property there. We also have a lot of family there, so it's one of the things we uh, we're really missing out, not having been able to go back for so long now. I'm speaking with Philip Frateroli, managing partner of the Philmark Hospitality Group, which owns a handful of restaurants in the greater Boston area, including three in the North End. Philip, outdoor dining uh, is going to be this this week, uh, starting this week on on, on Thursday. I, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, you're going to start that back up again, yeah? Yeah, so we're excited. We're going to be outside starting on April 1st here in the North End. The outdoor seating part is such a great gift to the restaurants. We're so happy to be a be able to utilize the public space it's funny you know we have the three restaurants in the north end and really we we got the short end of the stick in terms of outdoor seating you know lucia's were across the street from a firehouse so they wasn't able to do anything on the street there we're, we lucked out that there was some uh, like a public parking lot at the church which we neighbor uh had like a outdoor uh, patio that we were able to use uh here at ducali we're on the freedom trail um, so the city wouldn't let us do anything in front of the restaurant again. And we had to kind of do it on a side street, which is kind of contiguous to us, but not quite the same as being in front of the restaurant. And at Filippo's, we really didn't have any options because uh, of the Freedom Trail again and, and kind of the way that the, the streets are uh, laid out around us. But it really is, it's a great thing for the neighborhood. We're really excited to be able to, to have what we do have. Um, give people the option of eating outside and really enjoy the, the good weather that we've earned through this this long winter. What, what do you feel like you um, you you, you learned from uh, from having done this last year? And, and do you have a clear sense of you know what what the rules are? I know last year there were reports of of confusion over the rules. Are are you are restaurants playing by the rules? Like how how everything actually works? Yeah, I mean, I think the city, you know, everybody's kind of in unprecedented uh, territory. And the city was doing their best to try to write the rules as we went. And, and last summer, particularly, I just remember, you know, 
some of the, the guidance was put out a week before they, uh, they allowed us to be outside. So it was a lot of kind of building the, the plane as you were flying. I mean, last year, we didn't know how long it was going to go for. We didn't really know much about what we were doing. And, and this this year, it's a little bit different. We, we don't know we'll probably be out at least until uh, November again. And we were able to kind of uh, improve uh, what we did last year. And I'm really excited about off, uh, being able to, to welcome guests and kind of show you know, a more sophisticated outdoor patio this year. We've upgraded in terms of like the barriers that we're using this year, what we, we have for shade and for umbrellas. And so I'm really excited about it. I think this is really the best chance that a lot of restaurants have to kind of make it through this, this crazy time that we're living through. And, and I'm so grateful that all throughout the country, really, it seems like the world, uh, municipalities that have been able to do this for their restaurants. Philip, it's been great speaking with you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Philip Frateroli, managing partner of the Philmark Hospitality Group, which owns a handful of restaurants in the greater Boston area, including three in the North End. Thanks for listening to In It Together, the podcast from WGBH News in Boston. You can check out full episodes on 89.7 FM if you're in the Boston area, or you can stream online at WGBHnews.org. You can find past episodes there as well. Our show is produced by Amanda Beeland. Our technical director is Bill Piacitelli. All music is written and produced by Elio DeLuca. See you tomorrow, and remember, we're all in this together. <laughs>